Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. Second Take Variety Hour is filmed. Welcome to the Variety Hour, the show that, much like your failed marriage, probably won't last for the entire hour. And I'm Sebastian. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm a disillusioned Andy Schussler. <laughs> Coffee is just dirt water. And I'm Alex. I don't appreciate any of these hot takes, and I'm Zancy Weber. Mine wasn't a hot take. <laughs> Mine was the truth. Divorce is rampant. 60% of Australian marriages end in divorce. A Did you just make that? I just yeah, made up. Yeah, absolutely. But you, just you know made what? That up. Probably correct. 52. And if you, you just made that up too? No, 52, 48 to 52%. So if you're going for the exaggerated, it's 52. Yeah, but if you have to inflate from Australian numbers to American numbers, it's roughly 60%. That, that's just that's know. just the economy. America actually has fewer divorces than Australia. No, but like when you do you do the exchange rate though, so it actually goes up. Who's also, valuing <laughs> divorces? Uh divorce lawyers, Jesus, I guess. <laughs> um, other figures of influence, like Prince is dead, so someone else Prince died, right? Yes. Well, that covers the news for this episode. <clears throat> um Rest in peace, Prince. Um, what did you guys have to talk about today? I listened to an audio book called Ooh. Rogues. Do Ooh. go on. So it's a collection of short stories. Um, it is contributed to by like uh, George R. R. Martin and uh, Neil Gaiman, Gillian uh, Flynn, a whole bunch of like really great authors all submitted uh, original short stories to this this book it's really really good um what kind of stories were they well it's all based about rogue characters so people who are like a little bit underhanded or like they a traditional villain they'll take their power <laughs> <laughs> they they're not it's not all like uh there are some villain stories but there are some anti-hero stories and there are traditional hero stories just about people who might be called a rogue at some point okay yeah but so George R R Martin put another put in a an original game of thrones story but it was set well before like during the uh the time of the mad king some would so say it was set in Besteros because that's when things were better <laughs> is that what they would say i've not Beautiful. better or best uh, both. Be- well, if they were the best, bad, though. They, they must have been better. Yeah, things were really great before the Mad King. Can we assume that? Were things mm-hmm. good? Yes. I don't know. It's such a were dragons all the time. That seems worse. But there are dragons again. Finally. And they're not good. No one's <laughs> like, yeah, dragons. I mean, like, Daenerys kind of likes them. Yeah, that's yeah. one person. Also, Tyrion. Tyrion loves the dragons. Yeah, but okay, yeah. Yeah, Tyrion's good too. But. <laughs> I submit that the dragons always sucked and they've just been built up in the mythos. Yep. Actually, it's actually 
canon that the dragons were always great, but it was only when humans basically captured them and bred them and kept them in small places that they got weak and ill. A metaphor for the king oh, and the reigns and what the, the bloodlines. wants you to think. No, guys, I don't mean like the dragons are bad dragons. I mean like it's just a form of destruction that that world definitely did not need. They are a bad thing to no, have. No, the dragons are nature. Yes, but they And humans controlling nature are destroying the world. That is the story of Game of Thrones. No, isn't the story about that Aquaman actor no. and his horse people or something? You mean the one that died in the first season? Spoiler alert. Yeah, isn't it about Drogo? Nay. Mm-hmm. And his arranged marriage and how he raped his wife? Which, if you've been paying attention, has about an hour life expectancy on it, his marriage. So <laughs> it all comes right. I wonder what the percentage is in Westeros. Like, if you exchange from Australia, would you go straight into US, current, US stats and then move it into Westeros? I don't think US has an exchange rate with Westeros. Okay, so what if we went to somewhere like Vietnam or something? Were they? Why would Vietnam <laughs> have an? Ex- why would any? Because Westeros they have isn't an amusing place. Oh, so New Zealand is the option to go with. <laughs> Actually, New Zealand makes a lot more sense though, because they'd have like a conversion rate into Middle Eastern divorce rates, and then by Middle Eastern, there- do you mean Middle Earth? What did I say? Middle East. <laughs> uh, no, I'm a man of the people. I meant exact. I don't. I don't make mistakes. What I meant was Middle Eastern. I think you want to have made a mistake there. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, is the divorce rate higher in the Middle East? Or no, lower? because if women want to get divorced, they can't. The widow rate is quite high. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thinking like amount of marriages per family, well, per household would be higher, which you'd think Why? Because multiple partners, right? Well, what? yeah, in some in, in some, some cultures, not in not in I'm, not across the board. I am talking in broad strokes here. Yeah, yeah. about something that you know very little <laughs> yeah, about. That some people take very seriously. It's a journey. I might be wrong, but I, as we established minutes ago, I'm but never will, wrong. <laughs> I might be wrong, but I will always refuse to acknowledge that fact. No, no, I am open to the concept of me being wrong. I just haven't been proven to find anyway. It yet. I highly recommend Rogues. You can find it on Audible or on Amazon. Um, I listen to the audiobook. It's very good. as several different uh, narrators. So, yeah, do it. Wonderful. Alex? I just read a little bit of a plot hole in the Harry Potter universe. Oh, dear. Mm. That I really want to just put out there. I've literally just read it. Okay. Is it that so, magic doesn't exist? No. Is it oh, I was that just about to say if that. you <laughs> squint when looking at Harry Potter, he's actually two brooms taped together? <laughs> with some glasses attached. No, that's that's not it either. Do you have anything that you would like to try and guess? Yes, the real hero is Longbottom. He's the real chosen one. I mean, you, po- point of order. His bottom's can, not that long. You, I assume. you can read into that. Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll oh, do. Oh, I more did recent. read into it. And by read into it, I mean I listen to somebody else. Is say it, it that Bellatrix yeah. Lestrange is the unsung hero of the entire series? No. Mm. Is it that? It's, is it that Snape has an unexplained absence uh, where he where he went to LA and adopted a weird accent for for an entire year, <laughs> and then mysteriously was never heard of again until he came back? Is it that no. um, that bit in Dogma where Alan Rickman played um, an angel, <laughs> Metatron? Metatron, sorry, thank you, the voice of God. He, that's actually him also playing Snape, and they're the same character. No. And that if you took Snape's pants off, he also is built like a Ken doll. You made a huge <laughs> mistake asking this question. Yeah, okay. Is so, it, is it, so the night of Harry's parents' murders. Yes. yes. The 31st of October, Halloween. Yes. Um, so Voldemort kills his parents. Harry's left there. 
Hagrid comes up and snatches him up before all the muggles go and discover a child with two dead bodies and a giant broken house and ship him off to child services. Okay, so Hagrid's got Harry. Now, at the start of the book, we see McGonagall waiting on Privet Drive all day on November 1st, waiting for something, some sign. Um, Dumbledore appears. Hagrid flies in on his flying bike. It's almost midnight, (laughs) November 1st. It's 24 hours where we're just meant to trust that Hagrid on his flying bike from the West Country to Surrey. What 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 is that? Where 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 did he go? What couldn't did he, he do? Couldn't he have just like stopped for a breakfast or something? Yeah, are, you, are you suggesting that for- he engaged in some nefarious activity? No, I'm literally or just, just saying babies. that this is exactly <laughs> what I read. We don't know. Okay, so it's not so we much- We don't know what happened. How it's is not so much a plot, a plot hole? hole. It's more of a, a gap in the narrative. As in like, there's just like unknown time there. So there's nothing that so means- So what you're suggesting- There's a hole in the plot. Yeah, but it's not like a logical- J.K. Rowling should write another seven book series on yeah. that gap. About how Hagrid mm. stowed away on a train. And- maybe just a tweet update or maybe a <laughs> Pottermore. Oh, like- that's so annoying. It's just like, ah. <laughs> oh, just so you know, this happened in this chapter. <laughs> Who was uh, what, what was was I what did I watch something where um, the narrative or if you're reading a book, anything that exists outside of the book um, shouldn't matter. You should get all the information that you want for the book. To that exist. sounds like something I've yelled in movie reviews before. Pro- yeah, probably. The Cinema Sins guys also run with that theory. If a movie doesn't have a gap and it's in the book, they don't give a fuck because the movie should have had it. Yeah, of yeah. course. If yeah. it's not well, in the movie, it's not telling you the yeah. full story. It's neither in the book or the movie, so. I know, but, uh, but uh, <laughs> I thought you were going for like something didn't make sense rather than like what happened. Well, it doesn't make sense. What, no, no, what happened? He literally could have stopped for breakfast. Or, no, but, but it is was it, 24 hours. Okay, oh, and then lunch it, and dinner and slept. <laughs> like, but, but is it a problem? Does it does it force some problem later on? It, it changes. Is that actually Harry? Did Harry actually die? Did Hagrid pick someone else up? <laughs> like it, it, him just are you reading into this too much? I, well, I might be, but I am very invested in the Harry Potter universe. What so evidence I is actually, there? There is no evidence, but there is no evidence to say the contrary. Either. No, that's not <laughs> evidence. <laughs> you don't just get to make up stuff and say, well, you can't not explain it. <laughs> yeah, you a- can. Yeah, that's literally how imagination works. There's <laughs> a wonderful YouTube channel uh, called the Super Carlin Brothers, and they do a lot of theory work. And a lot of it's, some of it's marble based, but the majority of it, like 80%, is all Harry Potter stuff. And some of the theories that they've put out are absolutely wonderful, and they've been proven right a couple of times. Like they, have you guys seen any of the like the latest latest trailer for Fantastic Beasts? No, no. Well, then I won't spoil it for you. But they did a theory about a certain character and that being a certain character in the later books, and then like three days later, the trailer dropped and it was confirmed in that trailer. Oh. So like they got a decent track record, but yeah, really a fun channel to watch and. I, I probably if when I do a fan theory one day, I might even just borrow one of theirs to share with you because it's pretty interesting stuff. Right. But you might like it, I think, Alex, because yeah. of all the Harry Potter stuff they do. 
I have other theories about Harry Potter that I'll bring up in a later episode. <laughs> Is it that his glasses aren't real? <laughs> yes. It's actually, he's not wearing glasses. The world's wearing glasses and we are watching him through the lens that is the world's glasses. So it looks like they're on his face, but they're actually just on the front of the camera. Literally just said I'll get into it next time. Oh, that, that exact theory? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it that Dumbledore and McGonagall are the same person? That's why you never see them in the same scene at the same time? Literally the it's... first time we see both of them, they are in the same scene at the same time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one of them CGI, obviously, Seb. And one of them was a cat. <laughs> see? Dumbledore could be crazy just talking to street cats, which also sounds like a fun show. So speaking of fan theories, mm. last week I spoke about the Darth Jar Jar fan theory in Star Wars. I subscribe. It was a smashing success. You guys were captivated. We discussed it at length. It was so engaging. The audience loved it. I've still been, I've not stopped talking about it. I was talking to my wife about it on the way home. It was, I know. She was really invested. I know, right? It's, it's so compelling. I genuinely am convinced of it though. It, it should have happened. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So, so successful was it. I want to lay on you two more Star Wars fan theories. Two for one? Two <laughs> what for is this? one. A sale? That's exactly right. I'm not diluting this section at all. I'm going to take twice as long. Excellent. Go. First one, right? In Last Jedi, Rey's origins are revealed to be nothing spectacular. Yep. There is a or do they? F- <laughs> yeah, is um, Kylo lying or whatever? It was, it was a bit rubbish that they, that they went with Rey nothing. tripping around. on something. There is a fan theory out there. With good backing, very compelling also that Ray should have been a Palpatine. Okay. Should have been the offspring of the Emperor Palpatine. The theory goes, um, it's, it's less compelling than the Darth Jar Jar one, which has solid evidence even in the film making, like, like, like at a meta level. But the Ray Palpatine stuff, it's really just in, uh, just about the filmmaking itself where Throughout Star Wars, you always have a confrontation between a Skywalker and a Palpatine. And because she, there's, there's this rivalry building up between Rey and Kylo, and he most definitely is a Skywalker, that Rey must therefore be the, be the balanced side, must be the Palpatine in that, uh, in that relationship. And it makes sense for a lot of reasons that she would be left, um, left on the desert. Of course, if uh, Anakin's offspring was being, was being taken to a desert planet so that you know, the emperor couldn't sweep them up to to make new apprentices out of out of his children. Also, his granddaughter. Mm. I think I, th- I think the theory is that it's his granddaughter. Also, she would be hidden from him so that she couldn't be exploited in the same way. Of course, opening up the story to well, who's you know sneaking all these all these kids away? Who's 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 the light side looking after all these kids? Harry it's, it's Potter. It must be Harry. Oh, well, Hagrid. Uh, Hagrid. Hagrid. Exactly right. That's the, that's that's where the missing twenty four hours are. Mm. So that's one. I, I can just tell you a all... quick trip to the other side of the universe. <laughs> a bit of time t- travel. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that time turner. You're all fascinated by that, and that's the way that uh, Ryan Johnson should have taken Last Jedi. I want to spin another one on you. Oh, please do. Oh. Snoke's origins. Oh, yeah. He's dispensed with in Last Jedi really disappointingly. He's just killed off. You never know where he comes from. You never know who he is, what his importance is. There's some speculation that maybe he's Plagueis, but it's never addressed in the film and probably never will be again. There is a very compelling theory that Snoke should have, in fact, been revealed to be Mace Windu. Mace Windu, throughout his career, is straddling the light and the dark. He's 
he ends up being on the light side, but he's probably the most roguish of all the Jedi's. I mean, he decapitates Bubba Fett after all in in Attack of the Clones. Uh-huh. No other Jedi decapitates people. They always, you know, stab them or or Apart however. From Anakin Skywalker, who is not a Jedi, he ends up going to the dark side. So you can understand how but was a Jedi Mace, at yeah. the time. And well, was so a Jedi, but but was corrupted, and yes. so in fact was Mace Windu corrupted. Yeah, you know because yeah. he does he does kind of just dispense with with Boba Fett very quickly. He just does this little dance and decapitates mm. him, and that's it. Uh, Jango Fett, sorry, not 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 Boba Fett. Well, he did have it coming, <laughs> shooting those tiny <laughs> tiny pistols at a sprinting Samuel Jackson. Like also in the films, um, his body is never seen to. To fall, there's never a funeral for Mace Windu. Yeah. It's assumed that it happens, mm. but it never actually happens. Because he gets like electrocuted and thrown out of a building yeah, exactly into God right. knows what. We've seen how many characters land on speeders and just go away. Yeah. So if he survived that, and it happened on Coruscant, and nobody came to his rescue, of course the guy would have a ton of resentment mm. and would use his powers to get back at people, or at least you know try and take over uh, what what Palpatine set up. This isn't my favorite theory, but I don't mind it. It's compelling. That's it that's, that's, that's yes. what I'm saying, and that's me done. My mm. so so embroiled in conversation, are we? Oh mate. I, <laughs> I yes, please, just yeah. want to quickly say I subscribe. Oh, well, good. I'm glad to have a confederate. Yes. <laughs> uh, what I want to talk about is a a game on the Nintendo Switch called Golf Story. Ooh, it sounds sounds swinging. Uh, yeah, mm. you know what? It was pretty. Swingtastic, I guess. Um, so it's developed by a company called Sidebar Games, which is actually, I found out after the fact, based in the same state that we live in, in Australia, in, in Queensland. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was made by two guys. Well, sorry, two humans. I didn't check out their genders. Um, it's a mix between a RPG with like stat building and leveling up and a golf simulator at the okay. same time. So it's pretty out there in concept. Uh, it's, pretty, it's going to have a niche appeal. Yes. Yeah. Um, the, it's very funny, but the humor is so Australian. Like as okay. I was playing it, I was like, this has to be Aussie, but I didn't check it out until after I'd finished it. Um, but yeah, it's just a really entertaining golf game with a good story. And I've got like, okay, so the basic story, you play a guy that used to play golf with his father like 20 odd years ago. His father's passed away and he wants to get back into golf because it reminds him of the time when he was younger and happier. Right. And he wants to go and play, but- it's about building up through the leagues and eventually getting to play pro and representing a different golf club. And while that sounds really basic, I just wanted to like give you guys the cliff note highlights of what I, things that happened in that game that yes. were really enjoyable for me. So there is a bit where you stop two necromancers from taking over the world with an army of skeletons. <laughs> um, you are dropped into an Agatha Christie style murder mystery in which you have to solve the murder to release everyone from the building that you're trapped in. Um, you do go werewolf hunting for a brief bit. This is a golf game. This is a golf game. That's fantastic. And <laughs> uh, after I was playing through, I was looking at all over like, because you, you, there's an overworld. So if you leave a golf club, you physically get out and you have to walk to the next one. And I was like, this map is ridiculous. Like it's so weirdly like laid out. When you finish the game, it does this lovely zoom out of the map. Yes. And it's actually the continent of Australia. Oh, fantastic. Because <laughs> I was like, why is there a stupid island here with nothing on? This is a randomized <laughs> Tasmania. And I was up in like the the, the far north um, part of Queensland, which ends with a rather sharp point. And I was right. like, why is that there? What a useless use of uh, uh, textures and pixels. Right. So, yes, it was. It was Australia. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's just really fun, uh, smooth mechanics. 
Um, the Switch has, they refer to it as like the HD rumble. So the joy, they call it the Joy-Cons, the controller that you use, they will rumble in certain ways to like give you, not just like a set vibration, but certain feel. So if your golf ball lands in, you know, in the sand, in a sand trap or in the water or on the rough or on the fairway, they will rumble in such a way that you can feel literally how smooth the ball is landing. Oh, okay. So they did a really good use of that, but it was just an enjoyable game. It took me about maybe 20 hours to finish. I was just playing it periodically over the last couple of weeks. And yeah, if you like sports games or just RPGs in general or comedies, I would okay. say go for it because it was also like 15 bucks Australian, so it's pretty oh, that's cheap. Fab. Does it have replayability? Yes, so you can specifically go through and just replay. There's like eight. No, I mean, would you? Oh, yeah, I understand. Yeah, okay. I probably wouldn't replay the story once again, yeah. but you, after you finish, you can free roam around and play all the holes that you've done. I think there's eight or nine courses from memory. I think it was eight courses. It's nice to relax to a golf game. Yeah. And it's, it's, if you guys have played Stardew Valley, yes. that's similar in graphics to this thing. So it's like, right. it's not, oh, it'd be like what? 24 bit, 28 bit, or whatever. I can't remember. Anyway, it's like super Nintendo graphics. Yeah. So yeah, it was really, really fun. I was very surprised to see that a game I enjoyed came out locally because like I said in the film podcast, I hate all the local content. <laughs> it's all, it's all terrible trash, but yeah, good on them. Go yeah, play it. Well Go have done. fun. And I think that is us for an yeah. episode. Uh, we'll be back again next week on Wednesday with a bit of more um, news and stuff added in just because we're doing that part fortnightly. And more Star Wars discussions. Probably, Probably. I yep. guess, yeah. <clears throat> I, can, I, can, I can feel the love and I, and I, feel, I feel obliged to, to, to carry that on. Yes, I'd, I'd, <laughs> if you could just make it all Star Wars, today, please, <laughs> thank you. I've actually come up with another um, thing that Hagrid could have done <laughs> while we've been chatting. Um, so there's 24 hours. Neville Longbottom was also born at the end of July. His parents were tortured. Um, I it's, it's unclear when exactly that happened, but it would have been around the same time. Mm-hmm. So uh, what if Hagrid picked up Harry and switched <gasps> the babies? He could have done that. What evidence do you have that that happened? There is none. There this, is none. Exactly right. What evidence do you have? Why that would you? Mace Windu was Snoke. There's compelling speculation. There is compelling speculation. So there is He's no the only evidence. one who decapitates anyone. <laughs> Obviously. Do you have a shred of evidence? Do you have any reason why Hagrid would kidnap a child? To protect him. I do. Actually, Hagrid does kidnap his younger brother from the giants in one of the books. He's a big boy, but maybe he was literally Does not maybe he's also awesome. I'm I'm helping you with your theory. Why are you arguing with me? Stop helping. He's obviously building up in crimes. He kidnapped a small child and then a slightly bigger child and then he Maybe he did the Chamber of Secrets thing after all and killing people and fucking, now he's building up to yeah. grand theft hit a, child arse Hit a giant blossoming. fucking arachnid in the forest in a school ground. Yeah, what a- Your imagination knows no bounds. Veto. Correct. Wrong yeah. podcast, but veto. <laughs> um, join us next week on Monday. We will have our review of Troll Hunter coming out. So I'm looking forward to it. Some more foreign language films for us, but I think it's the last time for the year we'll have to ever read. Good. So that's exciting. 
I've never seen this one, so I'm kind of keen to see some giant angry trolls eat some well, Norwegians. Thank you very much for listening to our show here today. There's Thanks, a few ways guys. you can get in contact with us and support the show if you are interested. We can first be found on Facebook slash or dot com slash second take, I would assume. Uh, from there, if you're interested, we do have a link on our main page to our merch store. You can get some shirts with my face on it. It's pretty good. Uh, there are also other things you can do. Like our website, which is www.secondtakepodcast.com or .com, however you want to say it. If you don't like the traditional way of using the internet, you can find us through Twitter at SecondTakeTNC. And if you want to give us your money, all of it, just give it to us. Patreon.com forward slash SecondTake. And that's a thing that we all did in one take. Good job, team. Thumbs up. Yeah. Can't wait to listen to this every week for every another million years. Week. For yeah. Years. Well, I've yeah. been Alex. I've been Andy. I've been here. Me too. My name is Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Zane. The end. <laughs>